Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, as always, I'm joined by my main horse, Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? Oh, Nate, brother. Nate. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting in here now. It's, it's deep, deep playoff action that we're at here. Um, I'm excited, I'm ready to rock, and, uh, you know, let's, let's do the damn thing. Yeah, there's been a lot of changes in your life, Kyle. You, you, you've got a new baby boy, Ace. Yep. Yep. He's uh, got a... A full head of hair makes a guy jealous, you know. So he just oh, comes yeah. out looking like a superstar. And it also looks like you got some new, uh, you got like a new chair or something there. What are you, what are you nestled up in? Yeah, this is a, this is a, this is a love sack. Um, we got it for the quote unquote children. Sure. Uh, for Christmas. Um, now, man, I'll tell you what. We got the we got the movie sack. It was like the middle, the middle range one. It's not the huge one. It's the one below that. Um, they say it sits uh, two people for for movie night, um, but when it comes to little children, it sits all of them. So um, it's actually it's, pretty fantastic. So the the middle size love sack will sit forty seven children, f- all forty seven of them. Yes, two grown adults. Okay, yep. all right. Yep. Um, but man, I'll tell you what the the kids actually do love it. They they sit on it, eat popcorn, watch movies at nighttime, and it's it's lovely. Because then we sit on the couch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, it clears some space. So, um, you know, this week we've got the divisional round, which is sponsored by Love Sack. And uh, we've got four games to talk about here. Four games. Starting tomorrow, man. I love – this is like my favorite time of year because you've got the Australian Open uh, at night. So there's there's always action. You've got NBA, college basketball, NASCAR right around the corner. We're like two weeks away from talking about race cars, Kyle. And I know – you can't wait for that. I can't um, fucking wait. Yeah. And then, and we've also got Saturday NFL football and Sunday. And I mean, this is just an awesome time of year. So man, let's not waste any time. Let's, let's get into this thing. And let's not forget a short little turn after racing starts. And after March Madness, we got USFL coming back, baby. Season two starting in April. I'm fucking pumped for this shit again. I was thinking about that the other day. That was, you know, looking back on it, pretty fun experiment we had last year. Yeah. Really looking forward to this year. I mean, it's it's awesome because now at least we know what to expect. We kind of know the rules. We know a lot of the players. I, Dude, I I really enjoyed the USFL. What an awesome product that was. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 really excited about it. Um I thought it just like you said it, it was an awesome product. Uh the the season was awesome. It 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 ended with an awesome game. Um I know it wasn't kind of what we were hoping or you know our boys got taken down. But uh you know I'm 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 excited to see what happens. You know, we got to see a couple uh a couple of players come to the the league and 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 actually contribute a little bit, right? Um, I, mean, I think no one, yeah, I think no one as much as the guy we're going to see this weekend in in Turpin, but you know, I, we have to see him. You know what I mean? And this is 
this is what we talked about with this league, you know, when it was originally starting up and we were so excited to watch it is we were, this is, this was it. This was perfect. This is what we wanted. We wanted validity when it came to the USFL and that's what we got. You know what I mean? I mean, you got guys who can really play in there. So, you know, April, I'm excited for, for that to start up. Um, with that being said, I don't think still the USFL holds anything to the NFL. It's still a step down. And what we're going to get to see this weekend, I think is going to be awesome. I think this is one of the the best divisional rounds in the last few years. Um, it's just so much excitement that, that I'm, I'm ready to see. Bingo. And, uh, you know, it starts off with a, a real banger tomorrow. Uh, the Jags, man. What a story this is. Our old hometown hero, Doug Peterson, uh, you know, leading the Jaguars in just an awesome comeback last week. Not awesome for me. I had the Chargers money line, and I was super confident in it. And I guess the the, the Chargers were as well at halftime, uh, but that thing turned on a dime. And we're going to see the char or the uh, <laughs> we're going to see the Jaguars this week as nine and a half point road dogs heading to Kansas City. A little bit of weather in the forecast. They're calling for an inch to to maybe three inches of snow. Um, Patrick Mahomes loves the snow, he says. Um, so this is this is quite the matchup here. The total is 52 and a half or 53. You can have the Jaguars on the money line at four to one, or you can lay four dollars and fifty cents with the Chiefs. Which way are you looking here? So I'm just gonna ask you a question here. Do you know where Patrick Mahomes was born? Or I, where he grew up? Um, Canada. He grew up in Canada, really. I, I, I have no idea. Okay, well, you know, a quick little Google search will tell you that he he blew he was born and, and grew up in Tyler, Texas. Okay. Um, where did he go to college? If you can remind the listeners. Well, he he spent some time at Texas Tech. Is that? Yep. Yep. Um, where in the fucking world does Patrick Mahomes like snow? That's what he said, Kyle. You yeah, know, I, and I, he's I, full of shit. Okay, he's full of shit. Patrick Mahomes don't like the fucking snow. Okay, nobody likes to play in the fucking snow unless you're fucking fucked out of your head. Okay, <laughs> nobody wants to play in the snow unless you're Shady McCoy. Okay, that's the he, only one that wants to play in the snow. That's true. That's it. That's it. Um, listen, the guy's never really been around a ton of snow, other than maybe playing a couple games here or there, uh, it's going to affect him. Um, the biggest thing that the Chiefs have been on all year has been efficiency, right? Uh, you know, I know that they were the number one offense in the league, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people expected them to drop down with Tyreek Hill going out. And as a whole, that hasn't happened, right? They went right. from the number one team to the number one team. But there's a little bit of a a hitch in that right is that they went from the most explosive team in the nfl offensively to an efficient team they're they're not a very explosive team they don't have a ton of deep passes that go for touchdowns i think they're around that 15 16 range in explosiveness uh in the league so Realistically, their offense is still very good because they have a very good quarterback. They do have good weapons, and they have a very good coach. So the the offense is, is a little bit different when it comes to that. If there's one thing I believe that's going to be affected here in this snow game or when there's a little bit of weather or when it's at very least cold, it's going to be efficiency. Um, I think that the Chiefs are in a little bit of trouble here. Um it's not going uh, – listen, they're nine-and-a-half-point favorites. It's not going to surprise me if they win. But I don't think that this is a very easy game, okay? Doug Peterson has these this team absolutely flying, okay? What they just did last week was amazing. What I mean, they were down, and they played awful in the first half, as, as bad as you can possibly play. I think he had, what, five interceptions in the first half, Trevor Lawrence? I think it was um, four. Four or five. I mean, what, five turnovers, right? Then they have a yeah. Fumbleton. Mm -hmm. Um so you have five turnovers in the first half and you're down, you know, basically 20 points. It's that's not an easy game to win, especially against a Chargers team with a very good quarterback and good weapons and everything on the other side. What Doug Peterson was able to do in that game was phenomenal. And 
that's going to pour over into this game. This team is coming in with probably the most confidence of any team in the league right now. Um, I don't think that in a playoff atmosphere like that, it burns you out. I think this is what you play for all year. You know what I mean? These guys are ready to give everything they have because you're not conserving anything now. It's not week seven. You're not conserving anything for the rest of the year. So I don't think anybody's burnt out. I think they're all in good shape. Um, they're relatively healthy. Um, looking at the, you know, the injury report, just a couple questionable guys. I know Lawrence questionable, Scherfer's questionable, um, but they'll be fine. The big time players are fine. Um, Kansas City, you know, Miko Hardman's out, but everybody else is there too. I think they're going to be fine too. Um, I think this game is going to come down to basically handling Travis Kelsey. You got to be able to stop him. And uh, I think the nine and a half is just way too much here. I think that this is, I, I honestly believe, I, th I think Kansas City should be on upset alert. Um, I think that this is scary position for them. I mean, they're going to be, worried about the other game that happens on Sunday. Um, I think that this, if there's ever a trap game in the NFL playoffs, I think that this is it. So I'm going to be on a unit here on Jacksonville plus the nine and a half, and I'm going to throw a quarter unit here on the Jacksonville money line. All right. Well, here, here's where you're wrong. Okay. I'm, I'm on Kansas city and um, you know, I was two and four last week. So that, that really went well. Um, but it, there's nobody better, and this is not news to anybody, but there's nobody better than Andy Reid with extra time. Nobody. And, you know, sure, he didn't know who the, the opponent was until, you know, the game was over. But up until then, you can kind of prepare a game plan for both teams, you know, and then you just throw one out. And I just think that Andy Reid is the best in the business at, at that. And, I mean, it's proven and, um, you know, we we love the guy and I think it's kind of criminal that that he is not in, you know, the the talks for, you know, coach of the year awards because he has done one hell of a job there uh, with this with this team, especially losing a big weapon like Tyree Kill. Um, you know, that's like instant productivity gone. And Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid just would not let these guys slip in performance um, on the other side. I think Trevor Lawrence is that dude. I mean, that he is he has really blossomed in year two oh, yeah. under Dougie P, who um is one hell of a quarterback whisperer. I mean, this guy has turned Trevor Lawrence into a real weapon. And um so for that reason, I do like Trevor Lawrence anytime touchdown. I think it's four to one. So um I, I do like that one. But I just I think that the Chiefs are are just gonna be too much here. And I think you know, to me, what what happens is the betting public gets far too wrapped up in recency bias. What did you see last? Well, we didn't see the Chiefs at all. And we saw the Jaguars pull off one of the biggest comebacks in NFL history, let alone in the playoffs. So, you know, that still reverberates. Nine and a half is just not enough. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, it, it's a short week for the Jags, off an emotional high. I think the Jaguars are going to be a team to beat you know, next year or maybe the year after, not yet. Um, they're missing a game-breaking wide receiver. Turns out, you know, he's on the roster already. Calvin Ridley's there, um, but he can't play yet. He's not out because he's hurt. He's out because he had a 17 parlay. Um, so, you know, that'll be nice to get next year. Um, I just, I for, for those reasons, I, I think the, Chagu or the Jaguars are going to be good, but it's just not their time. I'm on the Chiefs here, minus the nine and a half. Yeah, listen, I, I, I don't think you're wrong, right, about this this Andy Reid thing. I mean, this is a, a tale as old as time, right? It's it's something that has shown its head over and over. Um, except this year, um, I mean, they had a bye week. Their bye week this year was week eight. Um, week nine, they played the Tennessee Titans. And do you remember what happened in that game? I Chiefs don't. won. The Chiefs won in overtime, twenty to seventeen. That's a Mahomes, win. It is a win. It is a win. But this is playoffs, baby. And Jacksonville is better than that Tennessee team. Kansas City's had their most of their issues this this year against teams who are not that good and teams who run the ball well and can keep the ball on the ground. Jacksonville is both of those. So 
Jacksonville is a team that is they are better than you know some of the lower end teams of the league. Obviously, they're in the division round, but they're a team that gets overlooked a lot. I mean, this is this team's a, a ten point dog in the playoffs. So, I mean, you you think about it this year they they the Chiefs played Jacksonville earlier in the year they won twenty seven seventeen, and they kept Travis Kelsey to eighty one yards in that game, eighty one yards. I mean, that's a game that they were. That wasn't a um, a very great game by Trevor Lawrence. That was, you know, before he kind of, you know, turned it up a little bit. Um, Etienne only had 45 yards on 11 carries. Um, this is going to be a different idea from Doug. Doug's going to kind of go back through there. He's already played this. Um, you know, I think that this is a different team. And I think that the Chiefs are going to be overlooking this game a little bit to next week, which they're going to play. I mean, how could you not? You know what I mean? Next week is the two teams that beat you in the regular season. You know what I mean? If, yep. if you're if you're the Chiefs, you know, other than the, the weird Colts loss that you had early in the season, um, next week you're playing one of the two teams that beat you. I mean, thank God the Chiefs got the number one seed because – if they had to go through both of these teams, I don't think that they're favorites to get to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I think that this is this is a bit of a game that that we're looking over here. The Jags have already tested them. They were right there with them. They lost by 10 the last time they played when the Jags weren't playing good football. Um, this year was a little bit of an anomaly. They, they came out. They should have lost to Tennessee in that overtime game out of the bye week. Um, and, and I just – I don't know. Listen, this is this is Dougie P going back up against his old team. He knows them well. He knows Andy well. He knows what that offense wants to do. I think that this is a scary spot for the Chiefs. Well, there we have it. So we're we're head to head on game one. So let's look at game two. Maybe we can agree on something here. Uh, the New York Giants are heading to Philly. <laughs> is that exciting or what to say? Super exciting. Yeah. So the Giants for are seven me, and a, as an Eagles fan. Right. Uh the Giants are seven and a half point dogs. Uh this total is 48. And uh you can have the Giants on the money line plus 290. I'm sure you're very interested in that. Or you can lay 335 with the birds. Why are you betting on the Eagles this week, Kyle? Because they're the better team. Okay. Simple. Um this game, the Eagles should Absolutely wipe the floor with the Giants. Um, anytime the Giants have played an actually good team this year, they've lost. Um, this has been a long time coming. This is going to be actually, um, I just saw a, a you know, a, a thing that was put out by either Pro Football Focus or ESPN, one of those, um, where they went out and they said that this is actually going to be Daniel Jones's first game playing at Philadelphia because he was hurt in the first year that they played second year. He had COVID the third year he was hurt. And then this past year he sat in the game in Philly. Oh, this is going to be his first game playing against Eagles fans. Listen, I watched the Manning cast. I don't know. Did you watch the Manning cast? Last I did week? not. No. Okay. I watched the Manning cast. Last I had a week bowling there. match. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not a fucking point. loser. So yeah. I was watching football like a real person. Um, so I was watching the Manning case and Eli Manning was on there and they had Eli and Peyton as they usually do with their guests. And, uh, Dion, you know, baby. The first Prime one time. was Dion. The first one was Dion. I'm fuck, man. I love Dion, but Dion's on there and he's talking about how, uh, basically the giants are going to lose next week. Eli starts talking to Peyton later on about Eli made a, a vow basically that he was not going to go to any, Giants games again like he's not going he's not going any away games at the very least he might spend a couple times up you know with the Meadowlands seeing everybody or whatever but he's not going to away games he said I might have to make an exception and go there just to see how many double birds I get Eli knows what it's like this is going to be Daniel Jones's first time actually seeing what this is like it's not going to be pretty that guy listen He's what he's done on the field and what Dable's gotten out of him this year is great, but that kid's fucking soft. All right, I know a, a soft white bread kid when I see one. All right, and that's what he is. The rest of this is going to be just ugly, in my opinion. The, I mean, the Eagles have Lane Johnson back. Jalen Hurts is healthy. Um, listen, he wasn't I even knew, on. He wasn't even on the injury report. Not even on the, yeah. midweek. 
Midweek, he wasn't on the injury report. Um, listen, I told you the Giants were going to cover in week 18 because I knew they were going to. Um, it, it just it was set up like that. Okay, the Eagles just needed to win. They weren't trying to do anything fancy. Did they look great? No, but they didn't have to look great. That's the difference. That There's a difference between that game and what this game is. The Eagles are going to go out there and roll. This is a 20-point game, in my opinion. This is, you know, this this it might get a little bit ugly. Um, the only way that the Giants have an opportunity here is if they can really run the ball on the Eagles. And I just don't see it happening in this game. I, I think Sirianni and, and company know exactly what they want to do here. Um I think that the Eagles kind of roll in this game. Yeah, again, I'm I'm going to side with you. I'm going to I'm taking the birds, uh, laying the seven and a hook, and I feel I feel pretty good about it. Um, again, you know, the public is enamored by what they saw last. You know, most Joe Schmoes, and what we saw last out of the Giants was them beat a just a, a scam job of a Minnesota Vikings team with a terrible defense. I mean, you and I could complete passes with how wide open those fellows were out there. And, you know, I, I don't even throw that good, you know, but I, I mean, those guys were running wide open. I mean, there was yeah. zero coverage and it's, it's, it's going to be different this week. I mean, you got Slay on the outside on one side and Bradbury on the other. Um, the only soft spot I think um, is in the slot. And, you know, the birds have given up 16, passing touchdowns this year nine of them have been to slot receivers so um for that reason i'm going to take um richie james anytime touchdown because i think that's the only if if there's you know a soft spot in the defense that's where it can be exploited so i think if the giants can score seven it's going to be james in the slot um but i I think the birds roll man um you know it's going to be it's going to be electric up there at the link and you know, the home field advantage in, in this case, I think is worth the full three. So, um, you know, the birds didn't show their, their full hand in that, that, you know, season ender there against the giants, but they didn't have to, they just had to win and you had to keep Jalen healthy. They did that mission, mission complete. Um, so if we see Jalen hurts, tuck it and run in the first series, then I, I think all systems go fire away on the birds um, you know, and I, I think that'll be in the game plan. I, I think Sirianni is going to send the message. Hey man, Jalen's cool. You're going to have to protect against him and we're going to run the option twice, you know? So I really like the Eagles here. I like, uh, Goddard, uh, to go over his receiving total. I think it's 47 and a half, 48 and a half, something like that. Uh, and I like, you know, uh, James, like I said, for an anytime touchdown. Um, I like AJ Brown to go over his receiving total a whole lot. I like Daniel Jones to go under his passing total. There's a rogue under 225 and a half out there at points bet. So snag that up. Uh, A lot of props I like on this game, but I especially like the Eagles on the side minus the seven and a half. So give me that. Next up, sir. I'm glad we agree on one. Um, Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I'm I'm not sure how much we're going to agree the the rest of the way here, Uh, but we've got the Bengals and this thing is just, it, it feels like a riddle. Uh, wrapped in a conundrum because uh, they are six point dogs on the road um, that that opened at three and a half Kyle and this thing has steamed from three and a half to six um, I, I guess because of the news that Joe Burrow's offensive line is in shambles maybe uh, but the total on this thing is 48 and a half uh, you can have the Bengals on the money line should you choose at plus 210 or you can lay 235 with the bills Seriously, would I ask you which way are you leaning? I have no idea. So give me give me the good word here. Yeah, I think um, I think what we're looking at here is an overreaction to to Joey B's offensive line, right? Um, That's what it feels like. I mean, I mean, Lyle Collins is, is, is yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you got Jonah Williams out. Alex Cap is probably going to be out. Um, Listen, they did this shit last year with no offensive line. Okay. I don't, it, it's not going to bother me as much. Um, this team's ready to rock. And what we've seen with this Buffalo team is that they are, they, they take a lot of openings. 
be, there's a lot of openings on that defense. That was a defense that we kind of thought was going to be better than what they are. Um, you know, one of the issues that we saw with, with Buffalo was, um, you know, they were injured early on. They had, you know, both cornerbacks out, both safeties ended up getting hurt at one point. And we were like, you know, once this, once this team gets full fucking fledged, they're going to be fucking bad defensively and offensively. Well, the defense hasn't really turned out and it looks like Josh Allen has a bit of a turnover problem. Um, This game when they last played was, was the DeMar Hamlin death game. Um, where the guy was, you know, almost fucking killed on the field. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars all you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is that what and we're calling it, Kyle? The, the game. Hamlin death game? Is that... Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, okay. I I don't know what else to call it. The the Demar Hamlin near death game. That's probably. Um, I, I yeah, I guess that's a little bit better because he didn't die. Yeah. You know, right? Um, happy and listen, that guy's doing worlds better. And thank goodness, you know what I mean. Thank goodness, good for him, young kid. You never want to see something like that happen. So good for him. I'm happy that it that everything kind of turned out well. I don't know long term what's going on with that. I don't know if he's going to play again. I don't know. I mean, listen, I didn't think Tua was going to play again and he's start twenty twenty three. So yeah, I mean, if, if Tua Hamlin was a if he was a Dolphin, he'd be playing probably this week. He probably would have been back in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean in that game. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, with that, you know, like I like you know, we've already said good luck to him and everything that that ends up going on with that game and and with that guy. But listen, this game started out since he went down there quick. Since he's ready for this team, they fucking it's it's so weird. It's so hard to understand because Cincinnati and uh, I'm sorry, Cincinnati owns Buffalo and they own Kansas City. They own Uh-oh. Looks like Kyle's freezing here. Yikes. Yeah, there he is. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cincinnati owns both of these teams. They they own them. Um, they were they scored quick in that game. They had the the, the the fucking ball back. They were already moving again. Cincinnati knows what to do. They know how to beat this team. Um, if there's one thing that I've kind of learned here that you don't want is you don't want Josh Allen having to come from behind to win these football games. Because it seems like he just doesn't have it this year. Um, so when I look at what this this game is, you know, I think if you're getting five and a half with Cincinnati, I think that's where you got to go. Um, I just think it's the, the, the place to be. I don't think the offensive line is going to matter as much. Um, so, you know, and not to mention 
after all that coin flip shit and everything that happened, I mean, this Cincinnati team was pissed. They were pissed about what happened in this game. So, you know, I think that um, they believe this game should have been in Cincinnati. Um, there was probably a pretty good chance that it would have been. Um, and I think that they're, you know, the disrespectful feeling that they have is going to be enough to push them through this game. So um, I'm on the Cincinnati Bengals here for a unit um, with the five and a half. And I'm also going to sp- sprinkle the money line again here, another quarter unit on the Cincinnati money line. Nice. Uh, actually, we can get six. There's a six at points bet. At minus one, oh, minus one ten. Yeah, I mean, uh, all week uh, this thing was was hovering around five, five and a half. There was a six at Circa, um, which is in Las Vegas, and I can't get it. So I'm very happy to see that that one has made its way to New Jersey. So I, I will certainly be grabbing the six with you uh, at five and a half. I, you know, I, I could go either way, but I I love the six. It's it's an important number. Um, here's a fact, Kyle. Joe Burrow has the second fastest release rate uh, this year, release speed behind Tom Brady. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, Elite. it was, yeah, I mean, it was nice. Elite. It was nice when the offensive line was together, uh, you know, for the last couple months. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, Joey B didn't get any protection last year. If he had, they'd have been Super Bowl champs. He, you know, because he doesn't he doesn't miss Jamar Chase. Half second away. Half second. Um, but, you know, that that's what we're getting. We're, we're getting a ragtag group of guys out there in the offensive line, and Joey B's going to have to be slick with the football. He's going to be have to, you know, get it out fast. So, um, you know, they, they had things pretty much under control, you know, in, in the first five or six minutes last time we saw this matchup. And it's a shame, you know, that they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder, just like you said, uh, because this game probably should have been in Cincinnati the way that, that the um, – you know, the regular season, fin- you know, not finale, but the last time these two teams met, the way that game was going. Um, you know, since he was up, they were looking like they were probably going to score again. I mean, and that train was rolling. Um, but, um, you know, unfortunately, they have to go to Buffalo. They can give the nobody believes in a speech. And nobody does. I mean, this thing is six. It, it's It's been going the wrong way all week for them. So um, give me the Bengals. Give me the six. I also like Joe Mixon under 15 and a half rushing yards. I like Jamar Chase over seven and a half receptions. Huge number, but you can get plus money on it. And I like uh, some Buffalo uh, tacklers. I like Tredavious White over three and a half tackles. Um, so those are those are what I'm going to be playing. And uh, hopefully, hopefully some of them cash. But you can join the book club and find out the entire list because there's going to be a ton. Um, but let's uh, – Let's talk about this final game, sir. The Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Dax, our four-point road dogs heading to San Francisco. Um, the total on this one is 46. The Cowboys are plus 175 on the money line. You can have the 49ers minus 190. I have made an incredibly large wager on one side of this already, so I'm very interested in your take, sir. Take away. Oh, uh, Well, first of all, you know, congratulations to Rory. Congratulations to Eggbreaker on your season thus far. Um, you were able to knock out uh, the, the the goat last week. Um, so good for you. Good good for Dick Prescott. Um, you know that that was it was it was a good win um, against a team that that limped in and got in on a technicality at eight and nine. They were eight um, nine. Yeah, that was that was an yeah. amazing team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good for them. Um, with that being said, Dallas is about to get fucking pickle dragged in this game. Um, this game, you know, seeing seeing it at four, um, that, that's what I'm seeing the spread out. You got it at four? Uh, four, four, or looks like there's a three and a half at FanDuel. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the three and a half. Um, I don't think it's really going to matter much, but um, seeing it four gives me a little bit of pause because. Um, you know, it's 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 almost as if the books know something. Um, you know, you know how they put out these these weird numbers. Um, I, it, I mean, we're look. I'm looking at the just the matchup predictor here, um, just on ESPN. ESPN's got Dallas fifty three and a half percent to win this football game. Well, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, the four letter network is not 
not a very good source. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, it, it's weird because they've got that as the matchup, but then the spread consensus pick is 58% on San Fran minus four. So I don't know if they just, you know, are all over the place here or, or what the deal is. Um, but I'm I'm not going to go with the four-layer networks matchup predictor here. Um, I'm going San Fran. This is a team that, I mean, Purdy looked rough in that first half. I, I thought that they were in some real, real trouble last week. Um, and then there was a, a six minute window where they looked like the most unstoppable team all year um, where they scored. I think they scored three times in like 10 plays. I think it was. Um, I mean, what they're doing out there with Brock is, is really good. I mean, that's, that's, that's Shanahan though, right? He's a, he's a really good offensive mind. Um, I mean, yeah, we, we saw it with the one Matt Ryan outlier season, uh, was when Shanahan was was calling the shots. And yeah. this is what he does. Yeah. Um it's 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 impressive. I think that these two teams, uh speaking about the the Eagles and the Niners are on a collision course for that that final NFC championship game. Um I, I think it's been it's been fun to see what the Cowboys have, have have done this year. They've they've been a really good team. They have. Um it's 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 fake though. It's it's fake. It's it's every single year. It's fake. Uh, I know they just won a playoff game, but they beat a team that's eight and nine, and that almost lost a division to the Carolina Panthers. And if you go back to earlier in the year, and I'm sure you remember this game because I believe you won money and I lost money on the game, but the Panthers hit that real deep play at the end of that game against I think the Falcons scored and took it into overtime and then ended up losing on of 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 fucking the guy took his helmet off. Yeah, DJ Moore took his took his lid off on that yeah. that touchdown. On that touchdown. Yeah. Resulted in the penalty. Correct. Falcons were able Falcons or whoever they played were able to get down closer to the thing, kick a field goal and win the game. I mean that's or tie it up however you know however it ended up they ended up losing that game. Because if they DJ win that, yes mm-hmm. if they win that game Carolina goes to the playoffs, and 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 Tom Brady and company don't. I mean, it, that that team was a, a fluke play that had nothing to do with them from not even getting into the playoffs. So beating Tom Brady as you know much as a, a, of of a wow look what we did type deal that is it's it's not it's not anything you know what I mean. This isn't Tom Brady of two thousand ten. You know what I mean? This isn't Tom Brady of four years ago. This this team that was surrounding Tom Brady was not good. And that's what Dallas does. They beat not good teams, and they beat up on them. Um, I mean, this is just – it's a farcity in my opinion. This 49ers team is really, really good. And I don't see this Cowboys team beating them. Um, I mean, you, you look just going through – just the Cowboys regular season here. And I just want to, this is, I want to just prove my point here. Lost to the Buccaneers who early on were favorites to win the NFC. They were completely healthy. They look good. Um, full offensive line, everything lose to the Buccaneers. Um, it, it's, you know, they beat the Bengals who had issues early on, but if you want to give them a good win over that team, okay, that's fine. Um, you're not doing a real they good job the, of proving your point yet. Well, uh, they beat the Giants, who we know is fake team. Beat the Commanders. Beat the Rams, stink. Lose to the Eagles. Beat the Lions, who didn't make the playoffs. Beat the Bears, didn't make the playoffs. Lose to the Packers, who eh, didn't make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. Then they have their big game against the Vikings, who just got trounced. Beat the Giants, great. Colts beat the Colts, great. Barely beat the Texans in that Texans game get fucking murdered by the Jags, beat the Eagles as the Eagles have backups in. They beat the Titans, and then they lose to the Commanders. I mean, they didn't play anybody all year other than divisional opponents. So, um, you know, this is not a team that's going out there. They played a lot of people. They haven't played a defense in this league that is close 
to the the type of defense that the 49ers have. Um, and they didn't really play a lot of offenses that are what, you know, going on the, the, the train that the 49ers are. So I think that this is a completely, you know, a, a game that's completely out of their hands. It's completely over their realm of, 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 of possible talent level. Um, and I just, I think they're going to get beat up on every single stage every single level of this game i think they're gonna have a difficult time scoring and their defense gives up a lot of yards and they give up a lot of points i think that they're going to be looking to give up some points here too so i'm uh i'm going to take the three and a half or i'm going to give the three and a half with san francisco i feel fine with that i'm going to go full unit here on san fran to win this football game and i feel really really good about it all right buddy catch your breath all right, you get an oxygen mask from the overhead compartment there. I need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. The the big wager I was talking about, I I actually uh, took the Niners on the money line minus 185 um, for three units. Uh, risk to win three units. I mean, it was a, a pretty pretty hefty submit button I just hit there. Um, everybody's waiting for Brock Purdy, you know, for for him to turn back into a pumpkin. I just don't think it happens. I, I think Kyle Shanahan is a cheat code for making quarterback play easy uh, in the NFL. I mean, he he is just pulling all the right strings. Brock Purdy seems to be, you know, pretty pretty squared away cat. I mean, he doesn't kill you. He's made some some tough throws that, you know, have luckily not been intercepted. You know, so uh, maybe he throws one this week. Um, but I just – I don't think it all crumbles apart on him. There's just too many weapons around. Kittle is relevant. You know, under, you know, when, when Purdy's under center, Brandon Ayuk is criminally underrated. Debo, it, it, it's almost like the Niners have been protecting Debo in the regular season and now playoff mode engaged. I mean, he is a huge weapon. And then you're going to have Elijah Mitchell in the backfield along with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, how good does that trade look now? I mean, to go out and get the McWeapon, it's incredible. He can do everything and i just think that even if purdy plays average this niners team has just a complete embarrassment of riches around them that they're going to win and they're going to win going away and not to mention there's a little bit of uh you know good scheduling here for the niners i mean they they played saturday dallas didn't play until monday night so that's a quick turnaround uh, uh, you know, a big travel spot. You're going, you know, East Coast to West Coast. It just, I, I don't see how it could play out any other way than San Francisco absolutely rolling. So I don't mind the three and a half. I locked into the money line earlier this week. Um, but I, you know, if you like this San Francisco team, I, I know it's going to be tough for you, Kyle, because you're a Birds fan. But if you like the San Francisco team, it might be too late to make the Super Bowl, uh, you know, winning wager. You know, just the number is really short. Um, what I did, though, is, I mean, I, I have the, the San Francisco Futures. I have them 18-1 to 1, uh, to win the Super Bowl. I think I have them 9-1 to 1 to win the NFC. Um, but you could get George Kittle as Super Bowl MVP at 150-1 to 1 right now at DraftKings. I mean, he's relevant, again, with Brock Purdy. So who's to say he doesn't catch two touchdown passes and he's your MVP? Or I also got Brandon Ayuk at uh, 151 for Super Bowl MVP. Also, I don't hate C-Mac at 14 to one. I mean, there is a lot of different ways you can you can play it. It's kind of correlated. You know, you have to think. Well, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, it's probably Jalen Hurts. If the Bills win the Super Bowl, it's probably Josh Allen. Joe Burrow for the Bengals. I mean, you, it, it's kind of predetermined that those are the guys. It's just it's a quarterback award. But in this, you know, in this team. You know, there are just so many weapons everywhere. It's probably not Brock Purdy, you know, so you, you could look elsewhere. And I think that that Kittle might be a worth a look, maybe worth a little fiver. Ayuk uh, might be worth a fiver. And, um, you know, that, that'll probably have legs if they get there. It's it's risk a little win a lot, but it, it feels like a good angle. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. Um, if this team gets there and 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 wins this thing, it's almost assuredly not going to be Brock Purdy, right? Unless he goes out there and has the game of his life, it's almost assuredly not going to be Brock Purdy who wins the MVP. 
Um, I, I mean, I, I don't think I would have a hard time with, I think it's worth a fiver, but I would have a hard time with the Ayuk because he just doesn't get enough. You know what I mean? He catches a lot of touchdowns, brother. Catches touchdowns, but I think your play with Kittle is a little bit better than the Ayuk one. Um, I like that play a lot. I think that Kittle's a type of guy. I mean, listen, they love that double fake hit Kittle right up the fucking middle. Um, and that's the type of play where Kittle goes and then he runs for 30 yards for touchdown. That's the type of play that people look at when they're thinking for MVP of the Super Bowl or MVP of a game. They look for a couple of those plays, those those weird outlier plays. It's like, oh my God, it's fucking awesome. The play that won Nick Foles Super Bowl MVP was the Philly special. Sure. I mean, and you know, it's cooler that he called it. It's cool that he, you know, the stuff, but realistically, all he did was move over to the one side of the line and then didn't do anything until catching the football where he was wide open. Nobody was even close to him. So he didn't do anything on that play, but he's the recipient of that. And it looks fucking awesome on, on tape. You know what I mean? And I think you could be looking at one of those, those things where Kittle gets one of those amazing plays, one of these cool Shanahan, you know, flip rounds where the tight end just looks great. Kittle could go off for three fucking touchdowns. I think C-Mac is a great option for that. Um, he's the type of guy who, um, and, and we saw it a couple years ago, which um, I believe should have been the case, but uh, there was a running back, I forget, what running back it was. I, I want to say. I mean, you could give me some clues. What team? I can't remember what team it was. All right. I believe it was an NFC team. Um, but it was, it was basically the running back was the first running back ever in the Super Bowl to have like a hundred passing receiving yards and a hundred rushing yards. It was like something ridiculous, but still didn't win the MVP. Um, but the running back himself wasn't a, he's not like a, a real, you know, an, uh, you know, yeah. an eyes two guy. He's not a guy who demands a lot of, of, of look on him. So C-Mac is that guy. So everybody's going to be looking and then it's going to be like, look, look at, you know, this trade came in and, and C-Mac came in and he changed the trajectory of this team and he goes out there and he has 180 all-purpose yards and blah, blah. And I think that that's a fantastic bet at, at the 14 to 1, you said. Um, and listen, I think that there's a very good chance that the 49ers team gets there. Um, I love the Eagles, and I'm an Eagles fan. Gross. I think that'll be, I, I think that's going to be a good game. Um, you know, next week, if, if, if everything kind of goes according to what we think here and it's Eagles Niners next week, um, I mean, that's going to be a really good game. Uh, I think it's, it's two tough teams. Um, you know, when I, I look at it, you know, me, if I'm giving anything, I'm giving a defense an edge over an offense every day of the week defense, I believe wins championships. That's my favorite quote of all time. And, um, you know, the better defense is in, in San Francisco. So, um, you know, I, I think there's a very good chance that they get there. Um, and I think, you know, those bets could all be very, very close. Uh, I'm not seeing, you know, like we saw a couple of years ago, anybody on the defensive side of the football get that, you know, um, it's not going to be, you know, a KJ Wright type deal where, you know, some linebacker gets it. Um, if they unless, get it to- unless Bosa goes ballistic, do you have any odds for him? No, but because I'm not, I'm not interested. If they didn't give it to Aaron Donald last year, they're not going to give it to Bosa, exactly. even if he scores three touchdowns. If they didn't give it to Donald last year, I'm not interested in ever betting a defensive player for MVP because that they're they're telling you that's not what the award's about. Yeah, and it's not. You know what I mean? It's not. It's just like league MVP is not an MVP award; it's a quarterback award. So, I think, um, I think, I think you're absolutely right here. I, I think that all those bets are good. Um, they're all definitely worth a five or at least. Um, I would probably put – I'd even look like half unit-wise on that McCaffrey one. I think that 14-1, to 1, getting something like that, they are not going to give this to the third-string quarterback. Brock Purdy is yeah. not going to get Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, and, and you got you kind of got to bet it now because um, yeah. even as the teams start to get eliminated 
tomorrow, um, you know, you're, you're going to see the odds on these guys that haven't even played yet will will shrink just because, you know, you're eliminating the, the player pool. So if you want to get in, those are, are the guys I'm targeting. McCaffrey, Ayuk, Kyle doesn't really agree. That's fine. Uh, and Kittle. Kittle, that, that feels like absolute theft. And and just think about it. I mean, let's say let's say just the Niners get there. What is that thing? Is it 30 to 1? Is it 25 to 1? Just by virtue yeah. of winning the game? I mean, yeah. I wouldn't mind having that ticket in my pocket. You know, it's it's you know, these are the, the spots I look for. So um hopefully I think I, I think at most it drops to 50. 51. Yeah. I think at most. Yeah, and so I, I, it's a pretty good ticket to have in your pocket. So yeah. Any other thoughts, sir? No, I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited for this, for these games in the next few days, you know, um, it's going to be very telling of where these teams actually are. It's kind of, I mean, we're, we're looking at the, at the NFC beast in the, in the NFC playoffs, man. We got three NFC teams in there. Um, I think that this is, listen, I, I think the best two teams are the top two seeds in the NFC. I don't think the best two teams are the number one seed is included in that in the AFC. I don't think. I'm sure you were making a really good point there, um, but you are frozen. So uh, we'll just save whatever you're saying for next week. My back. back. Yeah. So just why don't you wrap it up? Um, Your signal is, is giving up. I know. I know. I know. It's, 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 it's a goddamn goddamn Catalina wine mixer the Catalina wine mixer so uh, join the book club three day free trial at thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com Kyle send them home yeah listen we're, uh, we're gonna make some money this week watch some good football and uh, adios muchachos This podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20.